Hey everybody, this is Richie from the Metal Cell Podcast. First of all, I want to give a shout out to our main sponsors, Rising Suns, the award-winning brewery in Cork. Lads, anytime you're in Cork, please do call in to uh, sample some of the fantastic beers on selection there. So I'm delighted to welcome Kieran and Owen from Shardbourne, and I've got Howard up on the left there as a co-host tonight. So thanks for joining me, lads. I'm really looking forward to this, I suppose, chat. It's not a fucking interview, really. Oh yeah, no problem. Yeah, great, uh, great to great, great to have the internet hang with you. Yes, yeah. indeed. Always a pleasure, Tom. Yeah. Yes, and I'm I'm fronting a Limerick band tonight. It's long from a tree. Nice. Big shout out to Owen and the lads. You know, it's the Limerick posse in the house again tonight. The reason why you're on is yeah, fuck it. It's it's done now, more or less, isn't it? it oars in the water. It's the new yeah. Shardborn release. It's coming out October seventh. Pretty much, we might 7th. we might it might go up online maybe the night before. But we're doing our launch on the seventh, um, in Lim- in like Joe, that's we're doing a launch gig for it. So, and uh, yeah, uh, October seventh, Casbah Dolans. So that's okay. that's what we're that's what we're kind of aiming for anyway. Yeah. Right, and who's um supporting you on the night, or is it just yourselves? Or at the, uh at the moment, uh, we've had a, a couple of supports fall through, so we, we haven't got someone lined up yet. But we'll have okay. someone. We'll we'll ha- we'll have we'll we'll have something special in plan. Yes. Sweet. By the time this episode goes out, anyway, the show will be over. So, yeah. <laughs> congratulations yeah, yeah. on a great oh. show, lads! Yeah, Brilliant yeah. show. I fucking loved yeah, it. Actually, shame about the incident. <laughs> <laughs> and is it going to be on the cast? Yeah. So, who's going to be doing sound that night? Uh, that was part of the problem with uh, getting the supports was that uh, we were uh, we were trying to get myself and uh, Liam, the other sound guy in Dolan's. We were trying to get our two bands to play together. He plays in suites, so but um, uh, unfortunately they weren't able to do it. So uh, uh, Liam is going to do sound for us now. That'd be great, man. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, he's great. I'm going to miss it. I, I know. Can't, can't just... play it, but like, it's great to have him doing sound anyway. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, be a great one to see, Howard, but I'm sure we'll get the lads down in Cork at some stage. Yeah, I we, hope so. I hope we see the lads in Cork. You know, have you anything yeah. planned for Cork or we had been talking to we've been talking to your regular contributor, Evan, about a show. Uh maybe doing something in November, but that was that didn't end up panning out for us. So um okay. uh, we'll get something and we'll get something sorted. Uh he's eager to get us anyway. Yeah, yeah that's good. I always, I always love playing in Cork, Joe. Um Tricky down there at the moment, not too many venues. So like uh Yeah, uh, we're a bit choked with it. We've we've got Fred's is always there, it's always hanging on, and uh, we're very grateful to have it to be honest. Yeah, yeah, there's not really many other places doing gigs at all. The PAV have been dipping their toe in, but it's very hard to get a hundred people mm. into the PAV on a Thursday night, you know. Yeah, I think my first time meeting Richie was in the pavilion uh, in person. It was correct, yeah. yeah. We, we pieces. I think that was was it three years ago last week or something? I got a Facebook memory about it. Wow, holy shit. Yeah. Was that with uh, Boy Curious or God Alone or one of those? Yeah, both, yeah. Both. Ah. That's the one. Good memory, Richie. I don't know how the <laughs> fuck I pulled that out of my arse. But anyway, we'll take the credit when the credit is due. So he dropped us the album. Thank you so much. But we didn't have enough time to fucking really no. get into the nitty gritty of it, unfortunately. No problem. But from what I have listened to it, I mean, I've listened to it now for five times probably four to five times and it's a work of staggering musicianship first of all Cheers. that's the Thank first you. thing that struck me and it's a musical odyssey as complex as it is accessible I, i'm sure you can understand that sentiment 
Yeah. <laughs> the journey twists and turns through numerous arteries feeding into the heart of Oars in the Water, which rewards the listener with an overall feeling of happiness and forms unique bond to the band and the music. That's what I wrote down. Just no, nice. I love oh, it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We'll take that all day long. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's going on the blurb. That's going on the blurb, though. Quote me if you want, but that's yep. that's how I feel about it um, after five listens to it. And I can't wait to actually settle down with it and have some me time and just fucking absorb what you're giving us. Howard, over to you, man. You had a... Yeah, you... um, I think you sent me the, the tracks about a week ago now. And um, I think the first track on it was uh, Oars in the Water itself, which uh, I got stuck on. I just kept fucking listening to that. I must yeah. have listened to that a dozen times. So I haven't listened to the rest of the album as much, but um, yeah, it's fantastic. Lads. I'm really looking forward to sitting down with it properly because it does seem like one of those things that there's so much to uncover in yes. one track alone. You know, it reminded me of going through a storm in a ship or something and there's just waves coming left and right and then there's a bit of a, you know, the eye of the storm. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy again. Like, like, like we, we, we kind of go for like with it... Uh... Like, like, kind of what you were alluding to that, like, a first listen, you're like, oh, like, you know, it sounds big or whatever. But then on like multiple listens, you start noticing the little details yeah. of little things and like little harmonies here and, you know, like, oh, the little thing changes here on the drums or whatever. So that, the, you know, we, we, we go for an interesting listen rather than like, uh, you know, like an immediate accessibility isn't exactly how you yeah. are priorities, but like, it's more of like, uh, like, we, we don't do traditional song structures in terms of like verses and choruses and stuff like that. Like the songs as we like to do it, they kind of, they ebb and flow. So like it takes, you start in one place and you, in the middle you go here mm. and then by the end of it, you're doing something else. That's kind of what we go for anyway. Mm. Well, it's the musicianship is the, is the kind of remarkable it's, thing about it. It's, it is. Like yes. you do a guitar run there towards the end of Oars in the Water and it's just fucking fantastic it's like it's yeah. not this, this this isn't pissing around this is this is like studied music this is uh, this is experience and effort you know yeah. it's fantastic and everybody across the board is just on it it's fucking class yeah we were lucky like joan playing with like the ben and Carmack anyway do you know what i mean they're like mm. they're any joan any idea that any of us come up with like joan we're like the lad all the rest of us generally are able to like go along with it or whatever and we try and make stuff work and so you know, we're all playing in loads of bands and stuff so yeah. you know like mm. this is kind of for most of us anyway it's kind of the experimental band where we get to go a bit more <laughs> like joe you, know, you can have you can you can come yeah. in with just about anything and if, if we can fit it into a song we'll put it in you yeah. know it's not like joe you know, so we're lucky that way to be playing with guys that are you know, so good mm. and able to just collaborate with us in whatever we come up with like you know I suppose because the two of you are so well known in the scene, there's a familiarity with you through the siege and through We Come in Pieces, Settler, and you know, I could keep going, but like this basically is Shardborn. This is the podcast and it's about G. Sure. So if you don't mind, maybe just fill in the listeners. You have to go back in time here, lads, and just have to screw on the old memory caps here and just <laughs> enlighten me in relation to how you were formed. Like I know the EP came out in 2011. Well, that was the first debut. 25 years ago, the two of us uh, spent nine, nine months sharing a room. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I guess the, the, the band started like, you know, we're twins. So like, uh, uh, um, yeah, we, we like, uh, obviously we started playing together and then uh, how we actually met Ben is kind of very random. Uh, he was only he Ben's 
from Massachusetts in America. What? And I didn't know that. He moved here when he was 14. Mm. And uh, yeah. his, his his mother worked with uh, a family friend of ours. So the two who, of us... Who, who was a metalhead and he gave us some of our first tapes with like oh. Iron Maiden, Manowar. He brought us to Metallica. My, my first gig was Metallica and he brought us and stuff. And he worked, with ben, he, he worked with Ben's mum. Um, so okay. she was mentioning, she, like, uh, she was mentioning that, like, uh, her son plays drums. He doesn't know anyone in Ireland yet, and he was like, "Oh, I know these two, these two young fellas, and like, they play guitar, and like, they're looking for people to play with." So we kind of ended up, uh, uh, literally, just how long ago it was, landlines. You know, uh, <laughs> was it even before pagers? <laughs> rang it up. You know, oh, uh, hi, um, uh, like Chris, any chance we could talk to, uh, any chance we could talk to Ben? And she puts Ben on the phone and uh, uh, Owen was talking to him and we ended up putting, like getting together for like a, a bit of a jam and uh, like we all like similar stuff, like we had a, like similar kind of backgrounds and stuff. So we uh, we started playing together and we haven't stopped playing together since. Like I think me and Owen were maybe 16 and Ben was like 14 or something like that. Jesus. Maybe 14, 15. Yeah. yeah, something like that anyway. And uh, that's uh, we've been playing together ever since. We had a couple of different bass players over the years, but we got to know Carmack um, from like the Baker Place days. Yes, uh, he was playing in Shadow March, but he also had like a uh, uh, he was playing drums in Shadow March. He was playing guitar in a band called Built for Comfort, and uh, we got to know him. Ben played with Ben played with Ben-Led. Built for Comfort uh, on okay. on drums. So then. Uh, um, when one of our bass players, like uh, Donald, felt when he uh, ended up not playing with us anymore, uh, he was the natural choice to join us. So that's how Karma ended up in the fold. Mm. And like we just, you know, we're all still super good friends. We all play a bunch of bands together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's basically coming out of but that just pretty much since coming out of college, nearly it's been the same lineup, you know. And that's gone back. But like the potpourri of influences that go into Shardborn. There doesn't seem to be any restrictions in well, relation we, to musical boundaries with this band. I'm just kind guessing. Of said that if, if somebody brings something to the table, as long as it's a good idea, mm. like fair fair game, like if it could be something that might be jazzy, could be something maybe even poppy, could be something yeah. you know, Black metal, death metal, prog metal, whatever. If, as long as it's an idea that we think we're having fun playing and that we think it's it's cool, if we can fit it into a song, we'll throw it in there. Yeah, we've we've always as well been kind of like almost pushing each other, like Joe. Mm-hmm. So like someone might bring in, like especially years ago, when Joe, someone would have just gotten into something and none of the rest of us would have heard it. We might bring in an idea, an idea like that, and we'd be like, "Oh, what's that?" You know, and mm-hmm. just kind of go from there and just kind of. Constantly evolving into different, you know, metal is very wide. So, like, you know, different subgenres as well as, you know, like, hearing the thing, like, you know, cleaner stuff and yeah. jazzier things and stuff. But just the, just trying to make it all work in a coherent way in Shardborn. Then, you know, so there is nothing that would be off the table, but it's just whether or not we could actually get them into a song together, Joe. So, yeah. like, the stuff that you've heard. Is the stuff that we've actually got to work. There was just probably ideas that we that were even more, more out there, but we could never get them into a song, you know. I just when these showed... guys were starting yeah. off at the at the beginning, I remember seeing some of your earlier shows, and uh, I think at one point uh, you were doing vocals yourselves, and then you had um, Dermot in for a bit. Yeah, Dermot from Cracks Alice. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Um, so we, it was yeah, always we like we saw you quite a lot because you know it would be every third Sunday, and every time you'd see Sharborn in those days, it was a slightly different different iteration of the previous gig. You know, it was just a constantly yeah, evolving yeah, yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah I was like, I, I suppose that is worth mentioning in the earlier days of the band, like you know, fifteen years, maybe with close to fifteen years ago now. Yeah, like we would have been having we tried the vocal thing and. Um, it was kind of work getting it to actually join putting because the songs were still a bit crazy and weird, and we were just trying to put in vocals in, and it was hard. Mm. And then, like, so the singers stuff that we were looking for, we were going clean, singing for parts, heavier, yeah. And it was Joe was a tall order. Um, and but mm. we ended up doing a few shows, and the singer couldn't make it, and we played instrumental, and like the response was really good. People were like, yeah. Whoa, I never realized that the music underneath was that interesting and stuff. Um. So when things didn't really work out with the the with Dearman, that last singer, and like he's still a great friend of ours. We play music with him all the time. Um. John, myself, and Kieran are in a band with him. We do well, three bands with him. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> do you know? So we still like Joe. It's not like we fell out or anything. Yeah. But um, Joe, we just were like we just decided to go instrumental, and from then like Joe, it really opened up the doors for like it allowed us to make the songs more adventurous more complicated more like uh you know instead of having to write instead of having to have a part let's say uh four parts long so that like you could fit like a verse over or whatever we could make the part as long you know you could make it one and three quarters apart mm. uh you know whatever you know we felt like would make the song flow in a way that we thought was interesting and cool and so like then we were like you know we don't have to do verses. We don't have to do choruses. Yeah. We just can just have parts and like semi parts and stuff like that. So that's kind of you know once 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 we once we dropped the vocals, we felt like uh, really allowed us to open up uh, mm. the song structures as a band yeah. and to like just make things like more creative in general. Yeah, we also got a lot more uh, varied gigs from once we've been instrumental. Like we got started start getting put on mixed bills a bit more mm. um, yeah. because. We were the heavy band. We were like often the heaviest band on a bill. But then there'd be people there, and they were like, "Oh, I've seen metal before, but I never liked it. But I like what you do because they don't. Some people have that switch off with the metal vocals, where like it's a line that they can't cross. Whereas like just heavier music, then they were like, "Oh yeah, I can get into that." Yeah, yeah. I was just going to say that, and I was throwing it at Howard because, you know, I think if you did have a vocalist, you'd be more easier to be boxed in. We'd be pigeonholed mm. for sure. Yeah, for sure. yeah, yeah. It, would, it would. It would. It was. That was something that we did experience. But like the when we did have vocals before, we found that we were being like people were always trying to like put us into a category regarding yeah. the vocals, and yes. then like the music kind of became like a second, uh-huh. uh, like second string. So like you know, like the way I talk about it now is like we can play like a mat rock bill and fool them into listening to some death metal. Whereas like before, uh, <laughs> now like before it would have been like oh people would just get stuck on the vocals and like it would never go below that with their like analysis of the band if you got me yeah yeah Mm. okay so we're going to play one track straight away and this is the professor
harmonies and crescendos all the way through this album. Steve Lukather, fucking uh, first thing that comes to mind, isn't that? Is a Steve Lukather swinging in from fucking left field there. Yeah, <laughs> really, um, really nice, isn't that? It's really cool. The, I'm thinking yeah. of that. What's it called? That game in the '80s, arcade game, Outback. Is it or Outdrive or something? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. One with the car. Yeah, you're driving the driving game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Steve Vai. There's just loads fucking going there, on with it. There, like. There's a thing with that song actually. Like it's called the Professor, Go on. and that's basically a tribute to Neil Peart, the drummer from Rush. Ah, oh, cool. Uh, so okay. he like his nickname was the Professor. So like um like he died in the last few years. Um, so like the song is kind of named in tribute to him, but the vibe is very much like let the late seventies, eighties, prog rock, mm. kind of prog rock, but the poppier side of prog rock. Yes. You know, so kind of like the eighties rush, let's say that kind of thing. Yeah. Was kind of the vibe that we were kind of going for a little bit like Joe. So it's kind of a little bit happy, but it's still kind of rocking and it's got a bit of a bounce to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then, it, it, but then typical Sherborne fashion, it all gets turned sideways uh, for a little while. <laughs> Of course it does, yes, and like how are the the production on it? Yeah, like, I mean, I it it's like I know Ben did a lot, and and I think it shows. Um, that's the, the amount of layers. Just not not this particular track, but um, oars in the water. The amount of layers on that thing, um, to peel back. I, just thinking from a guitarist's point of view, I mean, clearly you used a, a series of different amps for this. Uh, Would yeah, that be so like um, like uh, you know um. The way that like it was recorded was like uh, Ben recorded the drums, uh, I I recorded most of the guitars and the bass, and then um, mm. yeah, we did a few bits all together then, and then Ben mixed it. So uh, Richard Dowling did the mastering job on it then. So uh, he, oh yeah, Richard and Limerick. Yeah, he's a good friend of ours. So yeah. um, uh, like he's a real pro as well. He's, 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 Brilliant he's, job. Yeah, he's been yeah. at it years. He did Kylie Minogue. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's got like he's got like gold records on the wall. Like, do you know what I mean? But, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, like we were super happy with the job that Ben did mixing it and everything. Uh, Ants wise, like we used it was actually kind of funny. We did use a, a variety of stuff, but uh, like um, you'll probably find this more interesting than than Richie now, uh, Howard. Um. It's pretty much like a, a vintage style Marshall and a fifty-one fifty on each. Is of it our a? Uh, yeah, I wanted to ask. Is it an eight hundred? Uh, it's a JCM eight hundred and uh, uh, it's a JCM eight hundred and a fifty-one fifty Mark three for most of my guitars, and then it's uh silver jubilee and uh, uh normal fifty-one fifty for most of his. But then there's a pedals and you know there's a wreck lot of pedals and there's like a. Can we give a uh, shout out to John Quill on any of those pedals? No, uh, he was, wasn't. He was before, before, before John. Was John was <laughs> <laughs> ah, fuck it. Like great friends with John, and like uh, have a, a good few of his pedals and stuff. But it would have been, we would have done all like done all that before. Like uh, so we share. We actually share a practice space where all the guitars were were reamped and everything was done in the same mm. room we share with John. But uh, it was yeah, it was before his thing. But uh, you were saying with the layers. Like uh, it's something we kind of do when we're recording our own stuff, like with Shardborn. Like we like we kind because we do like Kieran was doing the guitar recording, so we weren't really limited with like a day in the studio or whatever. So it did take us yeah, a long yeah. time to it did take us a long time to do it, but we went absolutely to town with the layers on the guitars. <laughs> so there's a, like we used like acoustics, like a nylon, a Spanish guitar. We have a new trick mm. that uh, we have a guitar set up in uh. It's the higher set from a twelve string set, so it's called Nashville tuning. So it's like a so like a four of the strings are an octave higher than they normally would be. 
and you do, mm. use that as the doubling thing so that gives like a nice chimey kind of quality we use that for like a lot of the cleans and like some of the you don't, you don't have to change like how you play the cards but it sounds different so you is that you on yeah, diatom yeah. that that it's all over that song yeah 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 it's, it's class pretty much most of the clean parts have a hint of that in there so we but we, we ended up doing and then there's harmonies that we just like discovered when we were tracking we'd be like oh there's a cool harmony and we'll kind of put those tracks in so we did a, a lot of layers but like then it was up to ben then to kind of pick and choose what he used for certain parts joe because obviously you can't have everything in all the time but we did like whichever and there's lots of different guitars that we have joe eight string seven string six strings like acoustics like i was saying you know that kind of cracks is kind of a big smattering of what like to what we have between us, you know, kind of thrown on there. Had yeah, that's great to hear. We had a lot of fun with it. <laughs> yeah. Obviously. Fuck but it sake. took the, but it, like, the downside is it took a long time. Yeah. But having that JCM on it, like, you know, having a JCM 800 on, on an album is like getting your car service the day before the NCT, you know, you're going to pass. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're, fucking, they're so fucking reliable. And, you yeah, know, you hear yeah. it when you're listening to these things. Um, ah, I was really okay. re- remarkable with the guitar tone, um, listening to the previous albums living bridges and eonian sequence um they don't drive as hard there's a lot more space there's a lot less um kind of meshuggah-esque uh visceral riffing you know if you, if you know what i mean yeah, far, yeah far easier on the ear yeah we definitely like i think um uh, the album is simultaneously the lightest and also the heaviest stuff that we have mm. like uh so we, we like we kind of like tried to go a bit more extreme in both ways but yeah. we, we definitely, I'd say, our tastes as a band generally, we've probably a bit mellower. Like, Joe, we wouldn't be trying to be the heaviest thing. Mm. Like, with some of the earlier stuff, like, let's say, the, uh, there's a lot more down-tuned, eight-stringy kind of stuff on the earlier things. Mm. Whereas, yeah. like, this, some of this stuff isn't really as as much, you know, like, we'd put some of it in for layers. Whereas before, we were I was writing on the eight-string, let's say. Whereas now, yeah, yeah there is a thing, you know, so that kind of, John is kind of definitely mellowing out a bit, you know, like most bands do, I think, as they get a little bit older, just kind of, mm-hmm. you know, like, Joe, I think a lot of bands go that way, you know, where they kind of... I'm sure Mick Carey would disagree. <laughs> <laughs> to save his <laughs> reputation. Shout <laughs> out to Mick. <laughs> I just want to go back, actually, to Living Bridges, which was released to a load of plaudits. In 2015, and I mean, you, yeah, we you have did the artwork a... uh, behind down there in the wall. Where you can just... Oh, yeah, the painting. That's the actual painting. From that, that was, was that Ken Coleman? No, no. it was uh, Douglas oh. Stover, a guy from the UK. He's like, okay. uh, just like a, a fancy book artwork, and he does um, like uh, stained glass pieces and stuff. He was fantastic to work with, a really nice gentleman. Okay, okay. I was actually with you that day, I think. Uh, we were recording a rogue track for Five Will Die for a bad rep compilation. Uh, you had just gotten the artwork. I remember you were opening up and showing me and telling me the story about it. But nice. um, yeah, to see them, to see the piece up, it's fucking. I mean, the detail in it is ridiculous. It's like a DMT oh, yeah. trip. It's really cool. <laughs> a lot, uh, yeah, like we were really lucky with how that turned out. Everyone always remarks on it. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, great comparison there, Howard. <laughs> I, I'm still trying to reflect back, trying to figure out where Sharborn came from. I mean, Living Bridges 2015, I'm sure when you recorded that, you weren't expecting how many years in the difference now, probably. Yeah, for sure. Um, Eight years, like, Jesus yeah, Christ. 
yeah. that was definitely not part it, of the plan. Coming a bit of a running joke amongst uh, certain friends of ours that uh, it was like, uh, it was like, oh, that Chamberlain album coming next year, is this? Because <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. uh, we have been working on it for a very long time, and um, mm. uh, like we obviously never intended it for it to be so long. Uh, we had a lot of the material like was starting to take shape when the last one came out. We'd had already started writing, writing and stuff, but. Um, we always said uh, quality over quantity. We'd rather put out something that we're completely happy with and that we think uh, really makes a statement rather than putting out something for the sake of having something out quickly. So, mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, like... Eight years, though, lads. Yeah, You can talk all you want about like quality over quantity. Eight fucking years, I think COVID bought us two years grace there. Like, it did. Yeah. It did. Yeah. All right, I'll give you that. I'll give yeah, you that. No, no, Fair that, enough. that definitely did slow things down. Like we, like this is actually like it was all. It was all recorded before COVID and stuff. So like. Ah, all, okay. All, there you go. Then all right. Um, I think it might have been even mixed. No, or we, close to mixed. We, we, we started mixing before COVID, but um. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just uh, like you know, I know no one wants to talk about COVID times or whatever, but a part of it was definitely like so we we you know we got we we got like the stuff like uh mixed and finished uh, uh during that period, and then we didn't want to put it out immediately afterwards because we felt like the market was very oversaturated. Yes, like everybody, everybody Correct. had yeah. three side projects. They brought it, you know, they had their yeah. COVID EP like you, all this. I'm sure Richie'd know better than anyone. I mean, you've probably Joe like with all the new material that came out. Yeah, you, it was it was just like an that. avalanche. It was like yeah, there was shit lost was. In, in amongst that, which was really good. We, yeah, as well. we decided we decided that we'd rather wait a little bit. Five years in at that stage, might as well wait another two weeks. <laughs> 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 but in between that, uh, you did a fantastic live video. True. Oh, the live stream uh, with Zelikolt and um, yes. was it Sora? Mm. Brigantia, I think, was it? Uh, yes, it was Brigantia. Yeah, yeah. Correct. Yeah. Was there uh, any tracks on that that yeah, are on the new album? The songs from yeah, this record, yeah, was, the upcoming yeah. record on that. Yeah. Yep. Okay. okay. I know the professor is on there for sure, and probably at least one or two more. There is. I was watching it a couple of days back. Just you know, sometimes easier to watch than to listen. You know. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I've recognized a few bits. It probably did a mm. few different uh, arrangements that time, but um. Fucking live was interesting watching was, you play these things it because was brilliant. there's a lot to yes. peel back. Are, are you are you finding that maybe you might struggle with some of the layers, or do you have have things to compensate well, that? Do you, to be we always play the like we always write the songs live, so that's mm. what we start with, and that's kind of we keep to what we're playing live then, and then mm. we do add layers or whatever when we're recording, and sometimes something might happen when we're recording where one of us might change what we're doing to maybe add a layer for like end of a riff. Uh, I might jump in and do the harmony to do like the little harmony that comes in at the end. Yeah, yeah. That like that parts comes together in the recording, but then like as Owen was saying, like the songs are put together, they're put together live in the jam room. Like we don't send stuff to each other. We don't like it's put together organically. Like yeah. we, we're not like copying and pasting stuff at home and then like bringing that to yeah, the jam room. No, nobody writes a whole song and puts it together and gives it to everyone else. It's everything we go in. With a riff idea, fully collaborative, and, and then we all put it together collaboratively. Yeah, so like it's uh, so when yeah. when when we finish writing a song, the way that we have it written is more or less how we play it live. Yeah, yeah. So it isn't too bad for peeling it back. It did like it. There, there. Oh, Joe, the the finished recordings are probably like Joe. They're they're obviously more polished and they have the layers. So like Joe, I do 
like people to listen to those, but like I think you still get a sense of it when you're seeing us live anyway, you know. Mm. Yeah. We there's a few little things like uh, I've been experimenting with uh like it, this happened during like COVID and stuff. Um I think I used it on the uh television that we were talking about previously. Uh like I, I play synth with my feet sometimes to uh, like add an extra layer like and stuff just like so like there's like uh like there's little things like that that we'll add in. Uh but like and you might like do like you know you might do like a little chord, like or a little like double stop thing on guitar to like get that extra layer in, like when you're mm. when you're like uh, playing it live. But um, you know, like uh, it's just little things like that. But like figuring out how to play this stuff live is a lot more organic than you think. Yeah, I was pleased to actually going through the tracks that it's not oversaturated with synth. Some some bands go down that oh, route just, just to three parts in the whole thing with a little. Thing. You have a beautiful balance there with all the instruments and you do create perfect soundscapes but there's space for every instrument if you know what i mean some of the stuff like i think some people might listen to it and think there's more synth on it but a lot of what you think is synth is actually guitar yeah like joe yeah so we would have been joe it was kind of a mission statement between the two of us when we were recording it that we would do as much with guitars and not have to do stuff on synthesizers or keyboards yeah that way so that like we were like so like there's certain things like uh like even some of the more kind of sound effecty parts like in one of the songs there's like the intro there's like a kind of a rain kind of a sound oh yeah that's, that's guitar yeah yeah it's, it's like any sax <laughs> not this one no no i was going to say I'd that be all over it like a rash howard if there was sax but <laughs> i was like no. is it buried there somewhere no true <laughs> no i i i i thought one, one or two parts i'm not gonna lie i i wanted to squeeze it in but uh <laughs> yeah it must have been tough <laughs> holding that back in the right place for it so i i i, I left it out save yeah. it for the next one and uh what's that going to be uh 2030 <laughs> <laughs> we're going to play another track off it this is homeward
Fuck yeah, that's class. Okay. Here's the thing, right? In an alternative universe, the Metal Cell is this huge record label, okay? We've got <laughs> oceans of fucking money, and you're on my label. So I'm going to you, Sharburn. Here's all the money you want. Have a listening party. Where would you have it, and what would it entail? Mm, interesting. That's a great question. Now that's a great <laughs> question. Give me a second. Where would you have a listening party? Have to be somewhere different, like a rooftop or like a boat. Oh yeah. Maybe maybe on a boat on the River Shannon. Maybe. Like <laughs> no, a... <laughs> no, it's too fucking cold and miserable. <laughs> I'm giving you an unlimited budget, man, and you can bring whoever you want. And you have to actually describe <laughs> what they can consume. They, I want the fucking full. Uh, well, you're going to have a full bar, Joe, with all the stouts. Uh, <laughs> okay, good. Uh, for sure. Uh, probably a fairly lax smoking policy, you'd imagine. Uh... <laughs> Perfect. I, I'm with that. I'm throwing money at you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where are we, though? What fucking location are we? Yeah, geez, I don't know. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. Rooftop now would be rooftop with heaters, like you know, but with a, with an ocean size view because there's a water team in the album, so you gotta you gotta have some water nearby. Yes, like, I love it. Are we gonna go to Italy then? Maybe I could recommend Sorrento. I'm only just back from there. Yeah. Um, maybe we should get a private plane and uh, float it down to Shannon and hotbox the fucking thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Now we're talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one, that one, that one. He said it. Those those things are fucking airtight, you know. That's actually hot on the rooftop thing now, to be honest. So, uh, it's dangerous, to the like. Then we're nice yeah. and close to the ground, especially if we're going to be. Yeah, yeah. It's a long way down, like. Boiling, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like somewhere, Joe, we're limit band. I mean, somewhere limit. King John's Castle. Keep oh, the courtyard of King John's Castle. Perfect. Uh, in, outside, yeah. so no one's bothered by anybody smoking. Beside the River Shannon, you can smoke away. Yeah, all the drinks. Not too far away. Still got it the city. It would have to be May. I'm saying. I'm suggesting May because there's, oh, there's yeah. decent May, weather in July. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Now it's Ireland. Now I mean, we'll do it when the leaving search is on, so we're guaranteed some good weather. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what bands would you have? Would you have two or three bands on as well, oh, as well course, as a listening yeah. party? Go on, give a few shout outs there. God alone. God alone. Yeah, yeah, you'd have to have them play. Like, you know. They're the but, ultimate party band. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Young yeah. whippersnappers, they're great lads. Ah, yeah. mates bands. Do you know what I mean? Some, some of the. I'm fucking throwing money band. at you now. Come on. Who else is there? <laughs> Take my money. <laughs> God alone, open and sugar. There you go. Ah, there we go. Now we're talking. No, that's great. Green <laughs> okay. Teeter are playing in a little room in the side if anyone wants to go in there. <laughs> <laughs> you get uh, slung from a tree tent. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You, you go in, but you don't come the out. Green, the, the green room. Like. <laughs> That's where the actual the listening room, party yeah. would go on. Yeah, yeah, the green room. Brilliant. That's perfect, man. We'll go with that then. Whenever fucking uh, the metal cell just becomes. Yeah, we'll get you on the guest list. The huge, yeah. <laughs> so the title. Talk to me about the title. I love the title, by the way. Um. So it's. One of the songs was called Oars in the Water, and that kind of came about. Uh, well, we're in- instrumental, so we can call our songs anything. Um, so we kind of have we spitball some ideas and take the songs from like new song to whatever 
Mm-hmm. And uh, generally, like I, I, if I come across a cool phrase or anything, I take it down on my phone. I'm sure okay. a lot of people do the same kind of thing. Um, and the oars in the water, basically, there's a kind of a phrase that if you don't have both oars in the water, it means you're crazy. Oh, no, it's like okay. having a screw loose or whatever. So oars in the water is kind of that, but it also, do you know, it's kind of a like. It's also a Viking thing then that has like a like a there was a thing where um oars or whatever. Yeah, it was like a like uh when you're like uh basically we're gonna go pushing into battle like you know we're like getting like we're it was like all right we're getting ready it's like oars in the water and then like you know push like you know you drive yeah. so then like that's when so it kind of had a double meaning and we thought they were both kind of interesting and both kind of fitted our kind of thing we were kind of it brings an image in your mind as well like do you know what I mean mm-hmm. um and I think Ireland is very very jumpy and like an island and all that I think Joe water is not that far from a lot of people just like Joe when it comes to creative imagery and that kind of brilliant thing. yeah like it is quite common you see it like as a team with a lot of it's joe i suppose with metal bands as well like, like uh, you know oh yeah but um, so, like um we we got a shock because um with paratalon at the moment we're finishing up the album and it's very nautical themed and uh we were discussing different titles and different things only the last two weeks the next thing we see on shared burns page just pops up and we're like oh well that, we're not using that anyway <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, that's mental. Like I was like, waited another hell. year. There's some cosmic shit going on here, you know. Oh yeah, that's very funny. That's very funny. <laughs> so you got uh, Stephen Lindsay involved to translate that musical idea and the title. He did a fucking yeah. terrific job. We were lucky to to get a look at the image actually. So wow. yeah, uh, like Steve, uh, <laughs> Steve Lindsay got like Iron Parasite. Uh, so uh, basically, he he has a connection with Ben, our drummer, and uh, okay. Um, ben plays with it. Pl- has played in a number of groups with uh, his brother. Right. Mm. Okay. Um, so uh, we were looking for someone to do it, and um, like we know some other artists and stuff. Um, we were kind of looking for something in particular, and we got to a stage where we just kind of Joe. We had to pick someone. We Ben said he'd go. Like Joe, he knew this guy, so we we we'd go with him. And uh, we were really, really happy with how it turned out and everything. You know, he did a really good job. Uh, very easy to work with. Like, pretty much came back immediately with a bunch of good ideas. And, yeah. Um, we had a few kind of pointers because there's kind of almost a few notes to some of the song titles in the artwork. So there's like diatom is a type of like algae, algae kind of thing. Uh, so there's a like a bit of that in the image and on the image on the back. And then there's okay. also like another track, The Last of Galactic Mergers. So we wanted the uh, Night Sky to be kind of prominent in the artwork as well. Right. Okay. You know, so he, he kind of tied in a few of the ideas that we had based on song titles and kind of managed to work them into an image. I, I will say, interestingly, uh, I know your stance on this, Richie. Um, we used, it's not on the finished thing at all, but uh, when we were workshopping ideas, uh, we used like uh, some of the AI software stuff to. We put in like um you know some prompts like using our album title stuff and you mm. know to kind of take it like so we'd be like Irish Karak, like you know okay okay back, stuff like that just to give us like a little bit of um context just a can just as a way of workshopping mm. concepts yeah and then like we presented some of them to, to um uh, to Iron Parasite then as well like you know and then he had free reign to like do his own thing but that mm. was just yeah. like we were like hey you know this is some stuff that we've kind of like figured out that we like as like a reference yeah 
Mm, we, were, yeah. we weren't like use this stuff we were like you know here's like a reference and then you know so he went with that so uh, it, was, it was we did find it fascinating because we didn't want to use an AI thing as the artwork because yeah. you know how people feel about that and yeah you know, we wanted to give the job to somebody proper and stuff like that but uh it, 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 it was just I just thought you might find that interesting yourself because uh, absolutely I yeah guess, or like uh, as a there is a place for a tool like that there is a place without, it, without without it being uh, taking anything away from you know without it taking the place of an artist or taking yeah. work away from yeah, someone for it sure just allowed us to speed up the process this moment. Yeah, you can understand that, Howard. You're an artist. Yourself. Absolutely, you, can, I, you I need mean, a reference. I'm not, yeah, I'm not as mad as as most are about the AI thing. I mean, I really I use it a lot for just like that, and and a lot of what I get from it is what not to use. I guess you know. You okay. get that sort of like, um, look, it gives you a really generic feedback to what you give it, you know. It's a tool, I think you can use it to exactly. Like, um yeah. I mean there's loads you could compare it to a lot of things like Jones, like you could say using guitar pedals are cheating or yeah. whatever. Do you know what I mean? Like you where do you draw the line? Multi-tracking is cheating. The fact that we use layers <laughs> yeah, yeah. no, but I play in a band where they consider that cheating. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just another thing that will swing on by, and we'll all move on, yeah. you know. John, uh, like, uh, yeah, but like, uh, I like, I'd like to give artists money if I have the money to give them, because mm, like, absolutely. Uh, absolutely, you know. But I understand if someone wants to use it and they can't afford to give an artist, yeah, 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 there's, there's that too. But I, I think it's pushing people in the direction of artists lately. I think a lot of people are actually going against that and kind of engaging with artists because of AI. You know, mm. just just out of pure dismay with the whole setup, and so you know there is positive things coming out of AI. I think in, in that regard, I think it is pushing work back to the artists. You know, I think you summed it up lovely. It's just when you said that you can see everything that's wrong with AI, and that actually, mm. yeah. Like I say, thing is a good reference. Even said like it was, we just use it as a referencing tool. It was just I know I've listened to your podcasts before you talked about it, so I just said I'd bring that point up. So, yeah, uh, no, it's very good. Fair play. What's the story with gunchucks? Where did that title come from? <laughs> what's, not like, what's not to like about gunchucks? Like, Nunch- you know? They're nunchucks, but at the end of each gunchuck, they're guns. <laughs> like, fucking, Love it. Uh, like it was just, a, it, again, I think it was a phrase I came across somewhere. I thought it was a cool <laughs> idea and I put it down on the list. And when I brought it to the lads, they were like, yeah. <laughs> you know, gets a gets a gets a laugh, and uh, we were like, "Oh, it's cool." That song has like, yeah. Some... We still we we speaking of art stuff, we did actually use that as a brief as well for a, a possible T-shirt design. So you might see it down the line. <laughs> yeah, like samurai converse. Yeah, you could have fun with that. Exactly. Yeah, like Joe, it's not too serious or anything. Just uh, mm. we're thinking kung fu slash eighties action movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm loving it already. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Um, like I said, like we're instrumental. We can call our songs whatever we want. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we just problematic too. Sometimes it's coming up with a good title to fit a song. Do you know? Well, I'm gonna throw this at you. You haven't released a single yet. No, we're not releasing okay. a band. We will have a track out probably in advance of the album coming out. Uh, but it won't be like a single you can buy it'll just be something up on yeah just a, tra- a track like a pre to... more of a preview yeah. to the album okay yeah have you talked about that yourselves as a band I know you have released singles before and they've 
like video. We do videos. We'll do, we'll do yeah. videos. We'll do videos for like YouTube and stuff. But we like um like hopefully we'll do three, four sing- like not singles, but three, four videos yeah. by the time the album, let's say, cycle is done. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Like mining for original material as a band for a video, it's you might as well just throw it at the wall and see what yeah. sticks, you know. I think the way Eve approached it, and maybe Howard would agree with me, I find it fascinating watching Eve play live and how he achieve the song through music. I don't think he had done anything wrong in the previous videos, and, and maybe that's just something well, to think about uh, with the new ones that why not just film yourself in in a cool area just playing it live we did we did for the last album we did a live track um, yeah that's correct yeah i i loved it like Mm. uh is it living bridges i think that was that was filmed live uh shane serrano yeah it was beautifully filmed but um that was like joe that's tracked live and everything yeah, but, not the, that's not the album yeah, audio, and that, so, that's actually the live. That's us live mm, in the room. Yes, in the one shot video but, is. But the, that's nearly uh, almost what what happened there is that's got a lot of views and stuff. Um, but it doesn't have the layers like we we put all the work in on the album. Okay. So I like a I, lot of, and there's a lot more pressure when you're filming a live video as well. I'm not a big fan of it because like when we're playing live, I like to put on a show. So let's if you're talking about a gig mm. or something, and we've done the recording gigs and stuff like Joe doing shots mm. from gigs and I like I prefer to just rock out and put on a show and make a few mistakes whereas if I know I'm being filmed I don't like it as much yeah so like because the music is kind of tricky uh I, f- I find if you really want to nail the take Joe we you can't have as much fun performing and like yeah. I love mm. performing like on stage if you ever see Sharborn we're always like smiling having a great time yeah, yeah it's so much fun to watch you when but when you're being when you've got the red light on being recorded it's not not you, know, the same. You, have rein, you have to rein that in a small bit and yeah. like a kind of i don't i don't like that for live jump but maybe we could do it maybe for a video but i'd nearly just do a, a live video shoot and put it over the album audio or something yeah. you know what i mean because i i want people to hear I'm, I'm proud how the album turned out and i i, I would like them to hear with the full gl- glory rather than and if they want to see us do it live they can come see us live then yes maybe. Uh, I would say as well that uh, with the when we did the, the Living Bridges thing last time, uh, when that got shared, uh, like down the line by things, a lot of people assumed that it was the album audio, so it was being shared by like blogs and stuff and being presented as, a vi- being presented and we were like, oh yeah, okay. like this, which like to be honest, I I'm I'm fine with, but it's like uh, it's it, it's a. Uh, um, it's just something that we talked about as a band a little bit that we were like, oh geez, like a lot of people just assumed that that was from the album, but it's actually its own recording that was. It was actually it actually came out before we put out the record, uh, that video. So it was it was kind of like a teaser kind of a thing for the album, yeah. but then a lot of people assumed that it was the finished album version, uh, mm. which it is. But yeah. like we definitely plan on doing like uh, like a couple of videos for the tunes on this, uh, definitely and. Uh, we have ideas for some, and some of them we'll probably figure out as we get as we do. Is there any years. band in particular that you kind of look to? Maybe you could name, say, a UK band or a European band that you like their style of videos. That again, Sherburn, if you had the budget, could do it. Maybe, um, not particularly when it comes to videos. Like I would be happy enough to trust in a good videographer, like somebody who knows what they're doing. Okay. Um, 
I'm a big believer, like Joe, from experience. Um, you don't have to do everything yourself. Let's say you can just trust in a professional who knows what they're doing. So yeah. I'd be mm-hmm. happy. Like there's, let's say, there's Shane Serrano and Limerick does unbelievable work. Mm-hmm. Uh, He's really, a very good friend yeah. of ours. So and like I would be if, but again, you do need to give them something to work off of. Yeah. So, um, I've seen a lot of good videos from bands, but like Joan, I think maybe with the prog, let's say the progier side of stuff, yeah. um, the videos usually not that they're not usually that interesting. I think a lot of the some of the heavier bands, a lot of the hardcore bands, are putting out really good videos mm. like across all sorts of budgets. Yeah. Um, yeah. you know, like uh, just like really creative and stuff. Uh, same with some of the, the kind of newer death metal bands as well, coming out with some kind of almost twisted videos, but like they're kind of engaging. Yeah. Um, you know, but the problem is all our songs are so long. Uh, that it's hard to have a concept that like is entertaining for seven minutes. So you kind of need a narrative, and then that's tough with our stuff because there's no lyrics to work up. Mm-hmm. So you kind of, but I would be happy to trust in somebody. So if we had the budget for it, I'd be happy to trust in a good videographer to just like basically we'd work with them and do whatever but Joe coming up with concepts and stuff is tough it's a and huge cost as well these things aren't cheap they're they're really expensive no. yeah, but like I think a, it's something that's been lacking just, um, in in rock and metal in the last 10 years or so is that there's very few amazing videos out there there's one or two that maybe pop out every now and again that that'll keep you engaged but yeah, it's but, usually but pretty the, pretty down the, the majority of them are abandoned warehouses or fucking yeah or it fucking, just you falls know. into the cliche at that stage <laughs> you know? or else you're dressed up as a fucking warrior and you're trying to fight some yeah, it's, it's, or... hard, it's hard to avoid like you know like you <laughs> say the like kind of like desaturated warehouse yeah. versus the yeah, out yeah. in the forest with the like old pagan slash viking slash yeah. medieval yeah. gear they've been done to death or do you get the person on a trip where everything is all kind of a little bit like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, a little bit like I, I'd really love to put some time into like Joe like, I just uh, thought of a great one there, Owen. Smack my bitch up by the apology. <laughs> <laughs> cancelled. Uh, cancelled. Yeah. He said bitch and he said smack uh, at the same fucking yeah, time. Yeah, That's you, just got de- you just got demonetized. Uh, yeah. There you go, man. I, I think oh. a sliding door situation where the two of you go off on your own, you know, because you're twins, you can pull it off. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Or, or, or a sister-sister yeah, sister episode honest. where, you know, yourself, T and Tamara, and get Roger in there for a bit of crack. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> To be honest, I, had, I, I, I hadn't even considered the use of, like, twins in a video. Like, that makes sense. <laughs> I think a good storytelling video is kind of, uh, there's not enough of that. There's not mm-hmm. enough, and it's, it's really like, hard to do, I guess, as like, well. You know? you know, like, I'd love to do something like that where there's actually, like, Joe, let's like, say, you could do a short no dialogue film in seven minutes. Yes, you could. You know, which I think would be better than... I know you were saying it'd be cool to see the band doing the stuff, but I think that would be more engaging for a viewer like than just watching us play like John with a strobe like enough. Yeah. Know, like, no, but see, you've done all that. It's really good, but that was back in 2015. Yeah, it's 2023 yeah. now, so you back have to come up with something. Uh, was that <laughs> seven or eight years it took you to? Uh... Yeah, I, 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 I would say as well that, like, uh, you know, because we play in other bands and stuff, that, like, um, for example, now with one of my bands, We Come in Pieces, we've done loads of the live performance videos. We do them ourselves. We've done seven or eight sessions where we've done we've done that stuff 
so we've done we've experimented with that format a lot like as individuals so yeah. it's like something that like i think if we do it we'd like to maybe try and put a spin on it somehow like you said like you alluded to at the start of the question if we were to do something live performance wise it would have to be like a special location or something something yeah. that would mm. be like uh uh bitches like, down caves or something or fucking yeah 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 in Angus. <laughs> something <laughs> Some, something not so cliche or something that will be like uh that like you know the camera could go off us as a band and like you're taking the background and stuff yeah. and the surroundings but like howard said though there's budgetary constraints when you're doing a video as well like i mean and time as well is the big yeah, one yeah i mean what can you do in a day two days and then it's just like you know that kind of crack but i'd love to have a really good go at it do you know what i mean yeah you just have to look at the crawling yeah great band for that as well yeah yeah what they do and they're on a fucking budget i don't care sure, what anybody yeah, says yeah. like and david in-house they just do a great job you know so i, I have to say they're um very clued in as well with the like the way they do their, their vlogs and stuff like that mm -hmm. you know when they're every mm -hmm. time they're doing a show and stuff like that like i know you know i'm sure you do the same richie that when yeah. like uh if you're at one of the shows where like they're you know like i'm checking out that vlog afterwards to see what's in it and see what yeah. the crack is and mm -hmm. all this yeah. You know, because I end up doing sound for them a bit and being in there, I'm like, there you have the background. Oh, look at this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it's cool. It, they, they're, they're, they're a great band, really, really cool. And um, uh, yeah, they definitely have um, lessons to be learned off them. You know what I mean? I'd say they played Limerick not too long ago. And I'd say half the crowd already had crawling merch before the gig started. Do you know what I mean? Like it was yeah. like, I was at a couple of festivals in the UK lately and uh, like Bloodstock and Act Tangent and there was loads of people wearing their merch. Loads of Wow. Them. Yeah, wow. loads. Yeah. I'm glad you brought up Arc Tangent because with Shardborn, I know you've toured a fair yeah. bit, but like there will be a cycle coming up now where you, you, you will be actively promoting the album yeah. in a live format. What's the limit in relation to traveling you will impose on yourself? Will you go to, say, the likes of Germany? Could you get an invite I, I, to, I, say, I, Dunk I, or something we, like we, that or Tangent? We, we would definitely, definitely uh, uh, pretty much go anywhere for the right reasons. Do you know what I okay. mean? Like, like, mm. uh, for example, now, the, the further field gigs, like for, like, for example, if we're doing Metal Days in Slovenia, we're not going to lose our hole going over there. That have it have to be financially somewhat, yeah. you know, like a little bit, you know, like a like we're not going to go travel driving over there if we're not getting some kind of financial our, sh our shows on the way or whatever. Yeah, but but we're like uh, we're definitely already been looking at um going over to the UK. Like I say, I was there, I was there a few weeks ago. I made a lot of contacts. I hadn't been there in a year or two. I made a lot of fresh contacts. Okay. Uh, reconnected with some people that i hadn't seen in a while so uh it's definitely uh it's definitely on our agenda to go over to the uk yeah. do some do a lot more gigging in ireland we haven't been as active in ireland as we would like in the last while we played some shows in limerick but i mean we don't like uh, it's, it's what like the realities are like like every band like joe we're the we all have stuff going on other like the everyone in the band is involved in other various musical projects and then there's also like Ben has got a studio where he's recording people flat out. Cormac mm -hmm. as well. Um, Joe he has a young he, he has a young kid and he's also like Joe busy, uh, playing music and like Joe's regular job. Like Kieran is in Dolan's the whole time. So like 
everyone's kind of it's just about getting our schedules together as well yeah you know but like but if, if like joe we the goal is to do more and get, get things out there it's just we don't do as many of maybe like before like how we'll like test this like when we were younger like we were we were doing the shows everywhere all the time we would have played the opening of the name below you know what i mean like yeah, <laughs> yeah. but uh like i think it, uh, just, our days of like traveling somewhere opening up and getting paid uh nothing uh like they're behind us like we're we're all a little yeah. bit older like things like we're, we're you know so definitely i would say we plan on gigging this a lot more than we have like gigged in the last like couple of years both mm-hmm. like it still has to make sense like we're not gonna like for example uh, not to be like bad mouthing anybody or anything like that we're not gonna go play in fibbers for no money uh eight, like second band on of a bill of six bands where you kind of mm-hmm. feel like you're playing to nobody for no you're you're playing for no reason like if we're playing a show now like has to make sense for us like it has to be what we would consider worthwhile so i would like you know, we we talked about the likes of back tangent and stuff like that we would those be, are obviously we we would be pushing to get the likes of that over like gigging around Ireland all the time. Like we would mm-hmm. definitely like to keep playing a couple of runs in Ireland every year, playing some really good shows. Obviously, it's easy for us to get good shows in Limerick. Let's say the Siege. I mean, like I just have to turn around and give myself a handshake and say, "You're on the Siege." You know, <laughs> <take a year." laughs> so it, it's it's not a. It, that's not hard, but uh, so and like that's this even, show, but, but like even in Ireland now, Joe, like Galway is a little bit like Joe. We love Galway, like Joe, but the shows there just aren't don't seem to be materializing as much as more as they used to. Yeah, uh, like Joe Cork is great as well, but like Joe, you there's limited venues and there's only so many shows a month or whatever that can actually work. Like you know, yeah, flat out. Yeah. Um, even play, Joe the. If we, when we were gigging before, places like Kilkenny and Waterford were on cards, and now you'd really want to know that you're going there for a good show and stuff. Like, but Joe, we want to gig. Like Joe, like Joe, we Joe, we love. And we, plan, we, we, like, plan, we plan on it. Like yeah, we like I say, England is definitely on the agenda. Like I think we could easily do two runs in the UK next year. Play our cards right. Yeah. They could fit into yeah. festivals and stuff. It's definitely something that we're working towards, and like I think that kind of style of gigging is more realistic. It's more what we're looking at than like yeah. playing tons and tons of shows in Ireland. Uh, okay. And I would like I would like to do stuff further afield. It's just a, it just it just has to make sense. That's what I mean, like if anyone's got a gig idea, send us an offer and we'll consider it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's my point. That's you know what I mean? We're we're open to playing any show, really. Yeah. But like, Joe, it's just whether or not. Joe it just comes with experience, I think, and you've been at it for so long. Jesus, yeah. you're going since yeah. what 2008 or 2007 or something, and yeah. as Shardborn, I mean, yeah. you you require get... experience of being fucked over and playing on bills and going up, and not getting any money for petrol, and coming home after. Like I, I've never mind. Going, I, don't, you know? I don't think I've ever done a show that I fully regretted doing or anything. But like, mm. uh, you know, like it's just. Oh, I've we, done a few, man. Like, <laughs> okay. No, I don't want to drag the lads away. Uh, yeah, or, I think like, it's more about. I don't like... want to drive. I I don't want to get the lads driving up to to, you know, bally backwards for like. Yeah, and leaving the kid at home and getting a babysitter and. Yeah, like know. it's more so that than like not want like I'll John I'm I'll gig anywhere but like the you know, it's just yeah, I don't wanna, for example I don't want to I don't want to make it not fun for them or then or the lads that not enjoy the experience. like for example now I played Templemore Metal Festival not the last one but the one beforehand. I'd love to play there with Chabourne. Thought it was uh, a nicely random festival. It, was, mm. it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't anywhere. You know, like 
on the beat. It wasn't anywhere that on the regular, like, you know, big city places. I would play that absolutely no problem with Cherbourne. I thought it was a great little festival, ran really well. I'd have no problem playing that. I'd have no problem playing... Angie played uh, Whiplash, Howard. Sligo Whiplash you enjoyed like that. that. Oh, yeah. Sligo, Sligo was great, crack. <laughs> it's great town. Yeah, I heard really good things about the Whiplash Festival, yeah. So there's, like, yeah. I mean, there's, like, we love to play all these, like, stuff like that. It's just, like, you know, we're not going to... I'm just saying you have to think yeah, fucking bigger Ross, because <laughs> because this fucking album that you've done is absolutely yeah, excellent. It's just oh, thanks for you, you're going to get way more attention than saying, oh, oh we, we do three or four gigs in Ireland and stuff like that. I, I've been burned before, Richie. Uh, you know. I know. <laughs> and sure, look, that's part of our fucking DNA is just always be putting ourselves yeah, down no, and no, stuff no, like no, that. No, I appreciate that statement. No, thanks. Like, like I, I would say we are, I think all of us are really super proud of the album. Yeah. Like, um, in the lead up to getting things out there, like I've heard more lately than I had in the last, let's say, year or so because, John, we've been working on getting everything out and like, John, like with a little bit of time between having worked on it and stuff John, I, I can appreciate it a bit more now and i i am really proud of what we've done it, it, it is joe i think it sounds brilliant like like ben and karen did a really good job recording it so all the, the performances from the lads as well are really good so i think yeah. joe, I, I just really want people to hear it now and mm. i think joe that's that's the, i think that's what most guys in band want is just like people to give it a listen and get it get into it you know it's the yeah. thing i've been mm. the happiest with that I've ever worked with in a, in any of my own bands. It's like it's the thing I'm the most proud of recording wise. I'm like I think it, I think it's the best thing that I've ever worked on. So I like I, I hope that is reflected like your. I hope that's reflected in like other people's opinion, but like at the same time I'm happy. So that's yeah. like you know like I mean yeah, it's, yeah. It's, success. It's brilliant, <laughs> it's brilliant. It's brilliant to hear like you know like you know you saying like oh you should be expecting a bit more attention and stuff uh that's that's awesome but like as i'm happy so that's the thing that i'm most content with really like you know uh and like if we get loads of gig offers we will absolutely oh, happy day. Yeah, happy day. yeah <laughs> you know if we get some interesting gigs like we, i'll do everything I, uh, in I mean, our power to do them like. joe if i could tour full-time i would do it you know what i mean like uh that yeah. would be it's just like it's not not realistic with the Yes, everyone, yes. Do you know what I mean? But like, if, yeah. if I had that opportunity, that I that I'd love to do it. You know, I think we all would. And you know, I go back to to, to unlimited. There's, there's people out there that don't really. Joke. They should they shouldn't be doing it. But going back <laughs> to the unlimited uh, the unlimited budget for a launch show. If we if 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 a band had an unlimited budget, I know what they'd be doing. They'd be touring. Every, all day every year, you know, if you had that money just to be able to. To you finance yourself, you to put do it, it into I don't think anybody cycle. wouldn't do it. Oh, absolutely! If it's yeah. a choice between doing a video or doing a tour, hundred times out of hundred, you're going to pick the tour. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So I that's it, lads. Um, congratulations on a fucking fantastic album. Not cheers, thank you. It's probably impossible to think about the work that went into it because you've been on this for a long time. I just think it's staggering the musicianship on it. It's it is a musical odyssey and it's a journey. Any listener wants to be taken on a journey, and you've created something special as a band. And if mm. it's your last release, or it's no, we, uh, have, we have the next one written already. Yeah, yeah if, or if it's another one on the way, you can stand really over hard. this one. I think it's an early contender for album of the year for me. You just have to listen That's, to it a little bit yeah. more. But um, it just, it's, just seems I have to say, I have to say ahead of everything uh, else. Uh, 
I have to say, uh, I remember years ago, um, uh, we did uh, the AO Need Sequence EP, and I remember t- talking to you about it, and you were like, you were like, I think you're an album band, and he was like, I can't wait to hear you guys do a proper album. And like, we did, <laughs> here we are. We, we <laughs> here got we are. Bridges, and like, here we are, fucking, what, like, Eight years later, talking about the second one, so I'm delighted <laughs> to be talking to you about it anyway. <laughs> but anyone, anyone that will attest it, and the, in, anyone that's gotten in the car with me in the last ten years, I have Aeonian sequence in the fucking thing all the fucking time. You know, uh, anyone gets into the car, it comes on. You know, uh, one of my favorite releases of an Irish band ever, uh, hugely influential. It, I think it kind of swung 360 at one point. I remember we started off, and you were young guys, and we were a bit older. And then as as time went on a little bit started picking up influences off of E, which is amazing to think about. Oh, you that's know? insane. Yeah, it's, it's nuts. It's it's really cool. But um, more power to you. You're a fantastic fucking yeah, band. It's, yeah. And one of the real pleasures of watching you play live is the two of you guys playing guitar back and forth with little smiles and little fills and little... Yeah. I always say, I always say um, every time I make a mistake, I smile. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, and people, people, people are like, you're the happiest band I've ever seen. And we're like... <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just what it does. Like, you know, because you see guys on stage and like John, like I, I know you love playing on stage as well. Like, you gotta mm-hmm. enjoy it. But I see some guys on stage and they're just like stuck there and they're like, oh jeez, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and it's that's right. Just like, just let it go. Have fun. You're with your mates. You're having a beer. Yes. Fucking John. You know I mean, you're yeah. we're do, you're doing the best thing. Like John. You know I mean, it's the, like there's half the people in the crowd wish they could be on stage. Yeah. Because if they were able to, John. You know yes. I mean, so you're like, you should be enjoying it. And like John, that's what I always try and enjoy it. And I know you always enjoy it as well, Howard. John, I mean, you're, you're like, oh, fucking facts, man. You know, except in Parkland, where maybe you're, Joe, you're like, <laughs> you know, ripping your soul out halfway through a yes. song or whatever. Part, part of me's enjoying it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's that amazing picture in Dolan's of myself, Danielle, and Howard. That's. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There oh, you go. Yeah. That sums it up, man. That sums it up. Yeah, so look, lads. <laughs> Best of luck with the album launch, Oars in the Water. It's yeah, coming out. Yeah, cheers. Yeah, it's coming out. Is it the 6th or 5th of October? Have you decided? Uh, we'll probably put it out on the 6th, uh, uh, okay. get it up the night before we do okay. the launch. The launch. So that people have a chance to listen to it. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, and then it'll be out the day after um, at the launch gig. With John and uh, I'll just say, like, we're going to probably, we should have CDs and we'll have merch. But we'll be doing uh, we haven't we'll be doing like a pre-order for vinyl just oh, uh, just because like vinyl takes a while to get done. It's yeah, the way the vinyl release for yeah, everyone. It's like um, crazy. A lot of bands are doing that now as well, where they kind of just give it a bit of a buffer so that uh, like so people can listen to it at their leisure. Um, and then like so we'll be bringing it out on like vinyl after it'll like probably six months after or something. Like, however, okay. long, however yeah. long it deserves it deserves a vinyl release. It absolutely yeah, that, like that is what like we will be going for. It, it was the format we originally intended on it being released on, and that's okay. what um, dictated the track order when we Brilliant. when we came up with it um, was to make it fit like properly on the on the vinyl. But um, uh, you know, it's just it's just it's it's such a large outlay and it's also uh the wait times vary so worryly that we just we didn't want to put the launch gig at jeopardy we said we'd pick a launch date stick with it and then the vinyl people have, comes, it'll come. people have waited long enough for time to get out there <laughs> eight years eight years <laughs> yeah. so owen and karen congratulations again yeah and send my respect to cormac and ben as well who couldn't make we'll it tonight we'll yeah so sharborn Oars in the water, contender for album of the year already. Uh, congratulations, lads, and crucially, support your local medicine. Yep. Cheers.